Hi, I'm Lynn. And I'm Amanda. And this is the Pursuit of Badassery, the podcast. This podcast is all about taking action and creating that badass business abundance and life that you want. Where we share stories, laughs, wins, and epic fails to show you the whole picture of the entrepreneurial journey. It's not just unicorns and rainbows, people. Jump on and follow us through this raw and witty roller coaster where we get down and dirty and go behind the scenes of life and entrepreneurship. Get on it, get over it, and get after it. Hi, and welcome to the Pursuit of Badassery, the podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Amanda. Welcome, welcome. We are so excited today to have a new guest on the show. We have Christina Lankowski. And she is a publicity guru. And this is the first time we've had somebody who's in publicity on our show. So we're really excited. She is a publicity strategist and seasoned online entrepreneur with longtime PR agency experience. At her agency, Publicity by Christina, she helps authors, thought leaders, and business coaches add credibility, expand their audience reach, and consistently create client winning product selling opportunities through aligned podcast appearances like this one. Christina, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be in front of your audience. And yeah, I mean, as you introduced me, I was like, ah, the irony. And it's so true. You know, I I also go on these shows also and put myself in situations um, where I'm getting in front of my ideal audiences by telling my story, dropping value. And um, so I hope this inspires some of your listeners to want to do the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. So before we even get started, I would love to ask the question, which I know some of my clients are going to ask is what the heck does publicity, like what is publicity? What do you do with publicity? What does that even mean as an entrepreneur? What is it? I mean, that's such a great question because I, I will get, people have so many different ideas of what publicity is, right? Mad Men has given us one thing, people's, you know, newspaper, uh, they, you know, they watched a newspaper drama in the 80s and they think it's a lot of faxing of press releases and whatnot. And so I always like to make sure that I get really clear with people on what exactly publicity is. So your marketing has essentially three buckets, three pillars, whatever you want to call it, owned, earned, and paid. Okay. And so the, the paid marketing is the stuff shocker you pay for, right? So an ad, an influencer campaign, something like that where money is being exchanged. Then there's owned, which are the the platforms that you own, that you have access to, your social media account, your podcast, if you have one, your website, your e-newsletter. You have complete control over what goes out onto those channels, okay? And then the final one, which is the thing that we focus on is earned media. Okay. And so that is when you are getting out in front of other people's audiences and you are not paying money to do that. So that is what publicity is. And the stats are all there. The studies are all there. Consumers believe earned media 70% more than other forms of marketing. Okay. They really, they, they trust the hosts of the podcast that they listen to. They trust the people that write the e-newsletters or the social you know, campaigns that they follow or the accounts that they follow. And so that's really what publicity is. It's getting in front of other people's audiences. Absolutely. It really is about edifying the person. So, you know, we've all had, we've all seen instances where it's, I can talk all day until I'm blue in the face about how awesome I am, but it, goes so much further if somebody else introduces you as awesome. It's like having a referral. It's just, 
it's 100%. there's more social proof there, more edification, and your your butt goes far, so to speak. Well, and you guys, I know, are expert in sales, and it's so true, right? When someone calls to you, you know, comes to you because they've been referred by somebody else, like you're saying, it's a much hotter prospect, a much hotter lead than someone that's just coming to you because maybe they found you through an ad or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, I really think, and I was just having this conversation yesterday with a VC who's from the US, but here, and we were talking about the dynamic of business building and how one thing that still hasn't went away, um, although it was little glimmers of it not being as much, is the relation the the importance of relationships in business. And I think that exactly what you're talking about um, is a dynamic of relationship. And it's not just showing uh, the relationship between the the podcaster and the guests, but also it's sharing the relationship to each other's audiences and kind of cross cross-connecting those relationships, if you would. And it's just a beautiful process. A hundred percent. I love that you said that because the collaboration is what is really key. Um, I love getting in front of other people's audiences to get in front of new people, but also that relationship with the host is something that people overlook a lot. I think that that's a huge mistake. I think when you've had an actual genuine conversation with someone, that's going to be a potentially great referral partner, someone that you can be working with over and over and over again, because they do know you, you know, and, you know, I kind of like to give the example of you got to be consistent on podcasts. Okay. So this is something meaning you don't just do it one time and then you're done and expect it to make an impact. You need to be doing it over and over and over again. With that, you're going to find hosts that you know, for lack of, I always like to use this term that maybe like a a kid in college will learn, but like some hosts are going to be more like a one night stand and some are going to be a more long-term relationship, right? Some people you're going to meet, you have a great time, you get in front of their ideal audience. It's awesome. Thank you very much. And then you're on to the next, right? And then there's other podcast hosts that you're really going to connect with. You're going to have something that just sparks between you that's going to keep that relationship going long-term. And so I think that that's something really important for people to keep in mind is like, you're going to be on shows and you're not going to maybe necessarily hit it off with that host in the same way that you do with other people, but that's just natural. That's just the way that it is. There's people you're going to hit it off with more than others. So I love that you brought that up because people do like to hear those authentic conversations and seriously, people listening to you having a real conversation that imprints on them, that impacts them. Absolutely. And you just never know who their audience is. Like, even if the dynamic isn't like, cool between the two of you it's I love that analogy by the way all I could think of is like <laughs> the one night stand waking up next to someone who you want to gnaw your arm off to get out <laughs> I'm gonna I've been on a few of those podcasts we're like what the heck is going on how did we agree to this <laughs> but, yeah exactly exactly and we've also con- conversely been on podcasts where we have had continued relationships and we refer to each other and we bring them on to alternative collaborations and it's been fantastic. Yeah, so. absolutely. Little bit, little column A, little column B, you know, that's how it goes. It's all good. A little spice in the everyday, right? <laughs> exactly. What would life be without that little bit of spice in there, you absolutely. know? Absolutely. You can't have the rainbows without the rain type thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, so one of your podcast guests, I, this is sort of 
part of the publicity and, and and Lynn and I both love to be on shows and to have people on our show as well. And, and it really does create that dynamic outreach, but when, and when, when you have somebody in a small business or an entrepreneurial endeavor, and they're looking to get on a podcast, how do you, or what do you recommend to them for like shifting their mindset into creating a flowing transition into podcasting? I think that this is a great question. And the the thing that I would say about that is, well, I'm going to have kind of like a two-part answer, okay? And the first one is get super specific on who you want to get in front of, okay? Don't go on shows just to go on shows, all right? And what I mean by that is your buddy, your old client, someone like that asks you to be on their show. That's fine. That's great. Like, go do it. Have that experience. But do not expect it to move the needle in your business if it is not your exact ideal audience, okay? So that's a huge thing that people kind of need to shift around. It's not just, oh, I got to get on as many shows as I possibly can. You need to get on shows that are full of the audience that you want to be getting in front of, okay? So I think that that's a really big one. Another thing that I like to say that not everyone always likes to hear, but is that you also probably don't have the time to pitch yourself. Okay. That's just really what it comes down to. That's what I've seen over long time of doing this work and even longer time just in the PR field in general is people seem to think that these publicity opportunities will a just either fall in their lap. People will reach, you know, just obviously they know what an awesome human being I am and what job I'm doing. So they're going to reach out to me to ask, you know, to be on my podcast repeatedly. Um, I hate to break it to y'all, but that's not really the way that that goes. When you see someone that's been on a lot of shows, typically that's because they had someone else pitching on their behalf, okay? So that's just a reality that, you know, I want you to kind of wrap your mind around if you're listening to this and you're like, my competitor's been on like 20 podcasts. Why aren't those people asking for me to be on their podcast? Because they don't know you, okay? They don't know you. They don't know about you. They wouldn't even know to ask you on their show because that person went out or had someone out on their behalf pitching for them. And I think that the other thing to kind of keep in mind is just that this does take time. Um, It's not something that you can just quickly, you know, write a pitch and send out a hundred. Now there are people that do that. We call that the spray and pray method. I'm sure that Amanda and Lynn have gotten pitches where they could easily tell they were not, you know, customized to them at all. They were not you know, they had never listened to their show before. They didn't even put their names on there, anything like that. And I don't want you to do that. Okay. Yes. That's going to save you a lot of time, but it's not going to get you on any shows or at least any shows that are worthwhile. So I think that that's a huge mindset to have. I saw Amanda nodding. Was there anything in there that you agreed with of getting those types of pitches? Oh, well, in our second book, we talk about that sales method of just like spray everywhere. Good luck. And we have absolutely gotten some of those. Absolutely. 100%. And they know the hosts know you guys. So it's like, you got to totally be putting a little bit of effort in to make sure that that's customized to that. But I think that that's a big mindset shift for a lot of people is they think it's just going to be something they could do like easy. Right. And then it keeps getting pushed to the back burner over and over and over again, which is where someone like an agency steps in, or you might have a member of your staff that can be trained up to be able to be doing that pitching on your behalf and doing it more regularly. Um, But I think that that's a really kind of great thing for people to wrap their head around is like, this isn't going to be just like a really quick process necessarily. 
for sure. It's never as fast as you think it's going to be. It was going to be. Yeah. As you oh, yeah. I definitely have had some clients who are like, on Tuesday, we have a meeting and they're saying, I say, okay, we're going to start pitching you for some podcasts. And on Wednesday, they're texting me like, how many podcasts did I get? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to need you to calm down a little bit. Yeah. Oh, you're wrong. Yeah. Take a little bit longer also, than or they also think that, you know, like, oh, so like, I assume Oprah is going to want me on. Like, I assume so-and-so is going to want me on. And it's just like, nope. Like that is, that is another real, like you haven't been on a podcast. You think Oprah is like ready to bring, to bring you on to her show. Yeah. There has to be, that's a, that's a, that's a great other mindset shift that I think needs to happen for people is realizing what's realistic and not that you can't have goals. Not that you absolutely shouldn't have shows that are like your dream shows that if you could get on them, it would be awesome. But the knowledge that publicity is a little bit like ice. And what I mean by that is before that ice freezes, all this stuff is happening under the surface that we don't see. And then all of a sudden that ice freezes and we see it. And that's a lot of how the people that you might see on your favorite big podcast, they've been on a bunch of other shows right? They've been showing up over and over again in all these other places. You just haven't seen it. But it doesn't mean that they haven't been there putting in that work. You're only seeing that end result. You know what I mean? That's so much of how I feel like business is though, because you see these one hit wonders like, oh, we instantly made this. I'm like, they didn't instantly do anything. They worked their us off for 10 years before they instantly hit it big. So there is a lot of that. So I think a lot of that bleeds into just business in general of knowing that it's not going to be instantaneous. It's not going to be, you know, the 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 dream vision you have on your vision board the second that you put it on that board. It's going to have to be more work than that. Yep, exactly. And the thing about that is you'll become a much better guest over that time too. You know, the more you show up, the more you refine your message, the more that you see what people really respond to when you do get those big opportunities. And that includes speaking on stages, that includes other things as well. You're going to feel a lot more confident because you've already done it so many times. You know, we work with our clients, we work with them for a year and we get them booked on 24 podcasts at least. By the time they've hit number six, number seven, number eight, yo, they're good right? Like they're feeling good about their marketing. You know, they're feeling good about their messaging. Now that doesn't mean it's not going to be different on each episode, but they don't feel that they're being like, like it's something completely new, right? This is something that they practice saying they probably stumbled over, you know, time and time again before that, but now they feel really good about where they're at and being able to go on those interviews. Yeah. I love that you're talking about that. And I mean, definitely consistency is key. And, um, I do have a clarif- like a clarification question though. Uh, so you talked about like people that are starting new and like getting on these podcasts and practicing their pitch. What about the experience one? Because I experience ones because I know you talk a lot about like moving from six figures to seven figures. You work with a lot of people who actually like Amanda and I were this is our we were just hitting our year. We've been on many publications, podcasts, whatever. Um, but how do you like what's the what's the mindset shift or that like direction that you would give them to move to that next step that are already experienced? Yeah, there are you mean that are already experienced like guesting on podcasts? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great question. I think that the main advice that I would give there is make sure you're leveraging everything. Make sure that you're leveraging not even, and I don't even mean just the leads that are coming in or these relationships that you're having with the host. 
absolutely 100% that, but make sure that you are creating content from the podcast interviews that you're being on. Um, this has been a huge thing for our clients. And one thing that we actually do for them now, because it was driving me nuts. And these are six figure, seven figure entrepreneurs that we work with. They would go on these amazing shows. They would have a great interview. And it was like never to be heard from again, right? Like they, they might post the episode the day that it went live, you know, and tag the host. And that's great. I absolutely, I mean, you guys know, not everyone does that even. So at least they were doing that. But now we've come to a point where we're like, okay, now you need to realize that off each of these episodes, you need to have 10 pieces of content, okay? This is stuff that you need to be using in perpetuity. Work smarter, not harder. And I think that that's a big thing for people that are already at that, you know, they're at a certain level and they're looking to get to that next. There's still people that are struggling with their content, people that are struggling with stuff that, you know, is going to take them to that next level. And I like to come in and say, you already have it. You just have to chop that down. You have to write a blog post. You have to do these things that's going to get it there. And one thing I want to mention about the blog post, because I think that's another in particular area that's going to take people to another level, is your SEO on a blog post is amazing. When you backlink to that podcast, when you backlink to that host, et cetera, we do this for our clients where we send out a national press release after their interview. We do that off of two of their shows. And the reason we do that is because their Google searchability goes up like crazy. When someone puts in their name, they put in their name of their business, et cetera, behind their business and their social media channels, it is these big media outlets that have picked up that release. And we don't do it because we think they're going to start another story or something like that. We do it because it just ups that SEO like crazy so that when someone does go to search your business, they're going to see these like just instant credibility boosters of, wow, you're on all these different websites as well. And I have multiple people that come to me off of Google and I know that, you know, they type in podcast publicist and I pop up, you know, under that. And I know that a huge reason for that is the that SEO that's happened off all those shows as well. Yeah, SEO is, I love to hate it and I hate to love it. It is, <laughs> well, I mean, it just took so, I mean, it's a fickle it one. took yeah. so long to learn it, but it, it's still a confusing concept for a lot of people. And I still use it every time I do any post on anything. And it does, I'm sorry to say everybody, it makes a difference. It's not going anywhere. It yeah. makes a huge difference. I love that. It reminds me of like, I was on Twitter, or sorry, X <laughs> the other day and looking at, looking at stuff. And it was someone being like, um, they said something like, like, guys, I hate to break it to you, but exercise does actually make you feel better. <laughs> like it was like those types of things, you know, but it's like the same thing. It's like, I hate to break it to you, but SEO really does make a difference. But podcasts, either having your own or guesting, and we can maybe talk about the difference of those two and kind of what that looks like, but like the different, you know, guesting on a show and putting those things out there, that different content out there, that's automatically going to help bring more qualified people to you because they see all that credibility work that you've already done. They're coming to you. They know you're serious. I I love that. And I love like your tagline is going from the best known secret to the wanted person. I can't remember the second part, but I know. Yeah, best and I, go to expert. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amanda and I yeah. talk about this a lot because I, I was cringing because even, even though I've we preach it and I do it for my clients. I've been in like all kinds of things and I use it once and I know better. I just need to get my team more, more efficient at using that. If I didn't have my team doing it, 
I would be the same way. I mean, I, I'm with you on, and if I didn't have my team pitching me, I wouldn't be on these shows either. Yeah. I absolutely have to be using that support a hundred percent to get that stuff done. And it can get done. It's just a matter of prioritizing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah, I, I love that. I would love for you to talk about the difference because I think we have a mixed audience of those that have their own podcast yeah. and it's become so popularized since COVID as well, which, you know, I'd love to hear kind of your insight of like how you feel. I feel, you know, it's kind of like that everybody's a real estate agent. Everybody now is a coach <laughs> kind of thing. Um, yeah. but having, well, I'm not either, I'm not either of those. So we'll, we'll get, in, you know, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. I'm, having I'm not a either. Podcast versus be like being on a podcast. It, this is, I love to talk about this because I really, really think that a lot of us in the online business world just hear the word podcast. And we don't know what that means. Like, we know what that means in the sense that like, oh, I put in my, my favorite murder every week and I listen to my podcast, you know, like yeah. that type of thing. Other than that, we don't really have like a sense of like what that is, you know? And so when someone comes to me and this, this happens regularly, people come to me and they're like, I'm at this point in my business. Do you think I should start a podcast or do you think I should guest on podcasts? This is a common, common question that I get asked. And so the answer that I kind of like to say for that is what's the end goal? All right. And what I mean by that is having your own podcast is fantastic. It's a lot of work. I know you two know that. It's a lot to put a, together a podcast. It's a lot to edit it, to get it out. You have to be committed to the process in order to have a podcast. You guys have been doing this a year, like you're in it and you know how much work goes into it too. But a podcast is wonderful for people that are already in your ecosystem or that come new into your ecosystem, okay? To be able to drive them, to like get to hear your voice, to get to hear your thoughts on things, to have you become the expert in their mind, okay? Guesting on podcasts, gets you in front of new people. That is what puts you in front of new audiences. And that can absolutely be where you're driving them back to your podcast. We have clients that do that, driving them back to their book, driving them back to their website, et cetera, whatever their particular brand ecosystem is that they're trying to get them back into, right? So that's the difference between the two. Are you trying to get in front of new people, grow your audience that way to then nurture them into clients? Or are you, you already have people that you're liking to just nurture further, or you want to have those guests go to. Um, and I think that that's the important distinction for people there. Only about half of our clients have their own podcasts. So some people are more like, I just want to get in front of new audiences. I just want to send them back to my website or whatever. That's how I nurture them in. And then other clients we have absolutely use their podcasts um, as the place that they like to send people to, to build them up into clients from there, you know, from then on. Um, so it's just two different, you know, it's just different strategies. But I think that that's really, really helpful for folks to understand, like, what's the point of each thing? I love that. I mean, it's so simple the way that it is. It you is. broke it down. And I never even like, I never, I mean, I understand it, but I never thought about it in those yeah. terms. And so many people get into podcasting. I can remember, right. I I actually hired a podcast coach to help me create a podcast, my very first podcast yeah. right in the beginning of COVID. And my idea was I have my own podcast. I'm going to have all this new audience. And that's not yes. it. It's that's I'm able it. to nurture those. And it takes to me, if you're not doing the guest speaking or the guest podcasting or, or using PR to get that out there, then it's just kind of like, 
okay, you're creating this content and it just sits there. So what? Like, again, the best kept secret. So I love, I love, I love, I love that. I love that you just said that because so many people think the same way you got. I I talk all the time. They're like, well, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm like, oh, okay. So how are you going to get people to listen? And they're like, well, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh. But like, what's the, what's the, what's the step? You know, after that, to get in front of people, of course, the people that hopefully are already on your email list and social media is like, yeah, yeah, of course. But like new, how do you think that's going to happen? And so I I love that. And I think that if you have your own podcast, guesting is just such a fantastic way to continue to grow it organically. And in that way, whether you use someone like an agency or whether you just start to reach out to the people you've had as guests on your show and ask about swaps, ask about if they know anyone else that would be, you know, you could be a good fit for their show. It's just putting it out there. Yes. And again, that's very, if I build it, they will come uh, mm-hmm. mentality that if I just, if it exists in the world or, you know, and yeah. oh, I'm going to put my business online. And then like, there's so many people online that people will find it. I'm like, obviously they'll find it. Yeah. But that's just it. There's so many online that no one's going to find yeah. it because there's so many yeah. other options. So you have to have a better strategy than just, I'm going to build it. And then they shall appear magically. They shall come. That's how, that's how it works, right? That's how it is. I mean, I like thought right. until I was way too old that awards shows like the Oscars, the Emmy, stuff like that. I was like, oh, they just see someone's doing a great job and they give them a they give them an award. Yeah, no, like no, that that ain't how that works, right? Like all, I mean, I was old when I found this out. Like, and I was like, oh, hold up, you apply to get this, you are judged people vote like all this stuff happens and then you get whoever you know political wise or whatever gets this award and i think that that's such an important mind shift to have like when i talked about people thinking stuff's going to fall in their laps or if you build it it shall come is like that that's not how this works you you do have to be putting yourself out there and you know with our agency like yeah we have a 50 percent response rate to our pitches which is amazing like over double the average but that also means 50 percent of the time we're ghosted right? So remember those things when it goes to pitching is like, you're not going to get yeses from everyone. You're not going to hear back from everyone, even if you do an amazing job, but know that when those ones do hit and those shows you get to go on, it's going to move the needle in your business. If you do it consistently. I love, I I love what you just said. Absolutely. And I love, I love the Oscar and the Emmy example because so many people, first of all, a couple of things invest in self. Like if we're not investing in selves either financially and or the actions in order to put ourselves out there, like you, you have to get scrappy, like stop, like, yes, some people are falling into it because they're just blasting social media, but that's not the majority. And so you have to get scrappy. And I love that. And I can remember I left a COO job and uh, position and not necessarily on fully good terms. And I can remember one of the people posting about like, I, I'm getting all this PR for free. And essentially it was a dig at me because I paid for some PR stuff. And I know, like, I was like, no, you have to do both. Like there are going to be those that approach you. And then there are those that you pay for to Absolutely. learn yourself in order to. And I think people like don't see that and like kind of like the, like you said, the iceberg or the ice that you don't see yeah. what really goes behind. And I'll go to one of my favorite fa- uh, phrases is, if you are not doing both, you are leaving money on the table and opportunity. And Amanda and I just went through this with our book and getting 
getting awards for our books because if we wouldn't have put in the work and put in the back end and applied and paid to apply, we wouldn't even yeah. have been thought of. Mm -hmm. It's a business. And look what it's done for your credibility. Look what it's like. Look what it's doing. You know, absolutely. I yeah. love what you just said. I love it. Yes, absolutely. I think the first time, I think when I was, I don't know how old I was, to be honestly, who knows what year it was, but seeing those articles like the 40 under 40 or like top whatever, I'm like, oh my gosh, they just found these people. Like they're going to find, they're going to yep. magically, I'm so wonderful. I'm so much better than that person, which, you know, egotistical, of course, I must've been in my twenties when I first saw it. <laughs> but really you are. <laughs> yeah, but I'm already in my twenties. Uh and I, I mean, it just blew my mind when I figured out that you have to apply for that stuff. It doesn't just, you know, right. and it's not that you're not worth, it's not that you didn't deserve to get the award. It's, you gotta yep. put your, you gotta put your, throw your hat in the ring. You gotta, you gotta try. Mm -hmm. You gotta try, you gotta do it. And I think it holds so many people back from pursuing so many opportunities, you know, because they're worried about that rejection. And the thing that I kind of like to ask people when they're in that headspace is like, what do you think is the worst that can happen? Like, what, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen that is the worst? And, and, you know, and they're like, well, what if I say something wrong? What if I stumble over my words? What if I do X, Y, Z? And I'm always like, okay, well, first of all, most of these aren't live. So if you really stumble over your words, you can always ask the host like, hey, I'm sorry, I really messed up on that. Can we go back? You know, can you ask me that last question again? And I'm going to, and I'm going to answer it again. These hosts aren't out to get you y'all. Like they're here to bring amazing value for their clients as well, or the people that are listening to their show, all right? Um, but the thing that I really like to say, because I 100% believe this is, the worst that can happen is you do not put yourself out there. The worst that can happen is you do not put yourself out for these opportunities because your business will not grow. Your business will not grow. The people that you see that have these multi seven-figure businesses, these people that you look to all the time, they have publicity as a part of their marketing, a big part of their marketing. And that's how they've gotten to the spots there. You can get a certain level with just how amazing you are at what you do. But at a certain point, if you want to grow, you're going to have to put that credibility, that visibility behind it. And I, the investment behind it. Like, I, I investment. both time, energy, exactly. And the dollars. And growth, because there's an investment of changing and growing outside of the comfort zone in which you're in, yeah. right? So, and I'm sure that your agency helps with that uh, because it is a big leap because you're helping people go from six figures to seven figures and putting them out there in a very different way. And so, yes, the investment itself. I, I do have one question. I know this is slightly different yeah. lane, but yeah. I feel like there's... Um, there's also confusion on what PR is versus like a marketing coach, because we're talking about like your clients hiring you. And um, can you quickly explain like the difference between those two? Because there's so many different, like everybody calls themselves everything nowadays. It's just, it, it's mind blowing to Amanda and I, we joke about it all the time. However, like what, what is a PR agency versus like a marketing consultant firm? And is there a time where you need one more than the other or that's a great question. So because I'm in my 40s now, you might have to remind me after I start answering what the second half of that is. But for the first half of that, I want to answer and say a big difference between an agency like us and someone that might be a coach or a consultant is we actually do the service. So we 
get our clients on 24 shows guaranteed. So that is part of our work. That's what we're doing with our pitching, et cetera. So that's a huge difference between like maybe a publicity coach and like a PR agency or PR service, like what we do. Um, I used to teach. I do like have a course that people can, or, you know, a training that people can take. But I got to the point where I was like, I want this to get done. Like, I want this to happen. I, 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 I need to make sure this happens. And so that's where my agency was born out of, came out of, I've been in, I've worked for PR agencies for over 20 years. But when I started this company, I was like, all right, I'm going to do things different. We're going to have a guarantee. We are not going to do a cookie cutter. Um, you know, there's a lot of things. I practice what I preach. I'm on, you know, at least two shows a month, thanks to my team um, as well, you know, stuff like that. So that's a big difference there. But I think that, you know, if you were looking to do more general, obviously like marketing, branding, that type of work, that's going to be more on that marketing, you know, consultancy, obviously side of that. There are some some people, some, you know, marketing agencies or that type of stuff that will do podcast pitching, like as a part of their services that they offer, but not many, because quite frankly, it's a lot of pitching to try and a lot of research and a lot of stuff like that to get the actual yeses and particularly on the shows that your clients want to be on. Um, there's a lot of low level shows that again, if you're doing that spray and pray method, you might be able to get booked on some of those, but for shows like this show shows that are in a really great level with a, with really great hosts, you're going to have to be taking time to do that work. And so I think that a lot of people kind of shy away from that at some other like I literally know two people that are selling their podcast pitching agencies right now because it's just a lot of work. Um, I'm dedicated to it. I'm down for it. I love the work that I do, but it's hard. And so I think that kind of having that, that kind of distinction there, if that's something you're looking for specifically, you probably want to go with someone that specifically does that work. Yeah, I love that. And something came to mind. I work with PR agencies here and I've actually spoke at um, the the Southeast Asia, one of the yeah. PR associations um, in November. So it was really cool. One of the things you said there, and I think it's a great distinction is like the marketing is kind of like, like you said, the spray and pray, or just like more in general and kind of um, throwing it out there directed. I, I'm not, I'm not throwing shade at any marketers because I know lots and I work with lots, uh, yeah, but more, yeah, yeah, more kind of all over where you are absolutely laser focus and and because i know this with my other pr people is like you're also building long-term relationships with people on the other side so that way you can make the right connections and it's not just a um open the door once it's this bridge that you've built between these other things and then also on top of it like the pr releases and things of that which a lot of people don't realize the value in um, and I have to tell you guys, I told you about it, but man, it is there. It is there. It is there. Yes. Yeah. It's insane. And I know Amanda, Amanda's a lot more SEO stuff. Actually, I'm just getting my website redone. I was like, dang, I need to like revamp all my blogs to make them more SEO friendly in this new one, but like, and the SEO stuff and all of that behind it. So I, I love that explanation. I think that's great. Amanda, I know you had something. I, and I thank you. And I appreciate you saying that because the relationship is huge. We've worked with over 400 podcasts, you know, in the couple of years that we've been in business. And we know that when we bring people on in no way are two clients the same where they're going to be on the same 24 shows. Like, no, 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 no. But there might be a couple shows that overlap depending on 
you know, their industry, who they're looking to get in front of, et cetera. And to just have that, those connections, have that relationship with hosts, et cetera, it just makes what we do even more impactful. Yeah. And, and I mean, I hate to use this word, but easier. I mean, more streamlined, more efficient. Less more and, streamlined for sure. Yeah. And knowing that they're going to actually get in front of the audience that they want to be in front of is so crucial because there are 1 million, 600,000 trillion podcasts that exist in the world. Right. And yeah, uh huh. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. I think if I can go back to an old term that Amanda would remember this term um, from our, our BNI days, it's like, marketers kind of do the visibility and some credibility where PR agencies and what you do is like the credibility, but more important, the profitability and like the actual like completion of that, that agreement. And I, I love that. Yeah. 100%. We just had one of our clients, um, actually it's like, you're teeing me up for this. So we had one of our clients yesterday come to me, her name's Stephanie. And she wrote us, she wrote us on Slack and she was like, my first interview dropped today. And I already have two calls booked, like from that. Like to have that experience, and that's only her first of 24 interviews, like that's amazing to know like what's to come, you know? And that's obviously on her as a guest and we work on messaging, we work on all that type of stuff to get our clients really clear on how they're going to guest as well to make that impact work. But it is, it's all about not just to get on shows, to get on shows, to get on shows, to make money. Yeah. And that's exactly, you know, what you just said. And that's exactly what we're focused on. Yeah. Yes. I, love that. I know we're almost at time, but I just want to say there's one thing you said that I really, really wanted to circle back and emphasize because I say this a lot. I know Lynn says it a lot and it's nice to have someone else say it too, but <laughs> the way you said it was different than how I say it. And I just want to reiterate it, that the worst mistake you can make is not being ghosted. It's not failing on a failing on a podcast and sounding stupid the worst mistake you can make is not even giving yourself the opportunity absolutely love that 100% agree with that and I just I hope everybody stars that writes it down records and re-listens to it but that is the biggest mistake you can make is not failing on a podcast it is not giving yourself the opportunity to be on one and grow your business to even do it, you know? And so thank you for reiterating that. And I do hope that that's what people really, if they take anything from this episode, I hope it's what you just said. And that is like, I just got to do it. I just got to get out there and start putting myself out there because there, again, my business isn't going to grow if I don't do that. Yeah. Any last nugget that you want to leave our audience with before we ask you where we can, people can find you. Yeah. Yeah, I think that kind of the main thing, we just kind of reiterated it. I was almost going to reiterate that when you were, because I knew that this was coming, but that would be, what I would really say is like, you can do this. Like you can be a guest on shows and have it be an impactful part of lead generation in your business. Um, and every single person that's listening to this has a story. Every single person that's listening to this is worthwhile of being a guest on other people's podcasts. Um, and so I hope that that can really, echo through to people. You don't have to be doing what you've been doing for 20 years. You don't have to have a TED talk. You don't have to have a book. You don't have to have all these things. That's great if you do. I'm not saying I'm anti that at all, but just know that getting out there and just starting to get on podcasts, even if they're a small podcast, but they have that ideal audience for you, get out there, get in front of it. Don't worry about the size, just get started. Yes. Well, thank you. Where can people find you? 
Yes, come find me over at applyforpublicity.com um, where I have an application there for people that are interested in learning more about the service that we have and seeing if it's the right fit. And of course, we will put that in the show notes so everybody can go to our website and see that written out and there'll be a direct link to it so that you can find it easier because we definitely want you to find Christina. Absolutely. <laughs> Love it. Christina, this was amazing. We really appreciate your time. And some ideas are pinging in my brain and you've lit a little bit of a fire underneath my butt. We thank you. And for all of you, all of you watching and listening, we appreciate you. So until next time, get after it. All right, everyone. It's not enough to just listen. Now you've got to put it into action. We are so excited to see what you do next. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes. And to find out more about what we're doing, visit us at thepursuitofbadassery.com.